baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. They must have been talking about David staying at your house past his welcome the other night because you clearly are upset that uh, you need to tell people when to leave your house. Uh, That's actually not true. And I'm finally recovered. Yes, we had uh, some people over for a Hanukkah party on uh, Sunday night. And um, can I say Hanukkah without giving the Hanukkah? (laughs) You absolutely okay. can. And Hanukkah is spelled many different ways. Chanukah. A menorah is called a Hanukkah. No, you can't say that. A Hanukkah, a menorah. You can call it many different things. We don't get offended. Everything is okay. That was Smokey Robinson. Remember this? Chanukah. Video? Oh, my God. Hilar- the cameo? Yes. Oh, we should find that. That's hilarious. Poor Smokey. Um, yes. And it was wonderful that people came and um and it David, was open you, it was open ended yes it was just a, like a, a little evite it wasn't anything major and i said you know stop by at six o'clock it's often sort of like a an open house kind of thing people come have some latkes have some donuts uh light the menorah and and then go and david was there a little bit later and uh, which was totally fine because he came later you like what you had to eat enough a sitter uh or you went out to dinner or something first well no, uh, yes. I mean, yeah. we had other things going, but yeah. I no. I actually intentionally came. I oh, okay. it started at six, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, I'll come a little bit later." I think I were aiming for seven. Yeah, okay. And it ended up to be about seven thirty by the time we yeah, showed up. That's fine. But there was no there was no end to it. So there was no end to. Okay, so should I have put an end time on the evite so people know when to get the hell out of my house? No. Yes. <laughs> no. You read the room. Read that we're not kindergartners. I didn't put an end time because I thought that that would be rude. I thought, oh, and it's and, you know, rude. if people want to stay, we should celebrate. The reason I had people over is because we need to be together. We need to have some fun, and um, that's why I wasn't like going to kick anybody out. I I took the next day off so I could recover from the party, and um, I I didn't want to put an end time. But are do you people not know when to leave? You should know when to leave. I don't think I don't think it's even about when to leave because yes, like you read the room, you figure it out, and you know we left a little before nine, and that was normal. But I think it's about knowing when to come and timing your arrival. Because if I knew the party was going to be over at nine, mm-hmm. then I would have showed up before seven thirty-five because that feels like a little too late in the party for me to show up. Oh, I see, but so, it didn't mean to be over at nine. It's just well, you know it was Sunday, so people had to go home and, yeah. and do their yeah. Thing. But I bet you knew. I bet you knew before that that most of your guests were going to leave. At eight thirty or nine, I bet you could have guessed that. Yeah, if it started at six, yeah, and a lot of people did come on time. You know, like they came right, right at, at six. six because, you know, I mean, it was dinner. I was yep. serving latkes, and um, yeah, and maybe because it's Sunday yeah. night, so but their if, kids have school tomorrow. They have work. Yes, and if you say the party is six to nine, mm-hmm. then that signals to me like, oh, you don't show up earlier. at seven forty-five. Like it's over at nine. You should come at you know. 6, 6.30 or at least by 7. Like that's a signal to me of when the party actually is. Because if it's just 6 and open-ended, like maybe I assume it goes till 11 and I don't yeah. show up till 8.30. Yeah, because you're young and fun. 11. And but it's Sunday night. Nobody assumes that it's going to be going till 10 or 11 o'clock. I, if, I, if I see 6 o'clock, I'm thinking that's a three-hour three window. 
I just assume a party is a three-hour So when did window. you come? I, I wasn't looking at the uh, It was like 6.30, I Yeah. I, I always and find... I was shocked. 20... Like, I got there, and there's like, whoa, there's a lot of people here already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I also didn't realize that there was going to be that many people there. Like, holy oh, buckets. Really? Maybe you would have dressed up or something? Wow. <laughs> yeah, those sweatpants wow. he was wearing were a little... Sweatpants. Oh, it was fine. Like parachute was... pants. Oh, I will, I will tell my listeners this. Adam was a celebrity at my party. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. He <laughs> one was guy. A one guy. He, Todd, I love you. Uh, he is a, was a. They're like Adam's here. I'm like Adam is here. The yeah, Adam. The yeah. Adam. Oh, yeah. And David, don't be mad. It used to be Paul Douglas. They don't come to the parties for me. They come for the guest <laughs> list. So Adam Carter was. Yeah. Was Jen laughing? <clears throat> She's like, oh, how does it feel? I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> He's a celebrity. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, now she gets to tease me about that. No, it's like good to meet Todd. Yeah, he's so great. He's a dear friend Super, and a, a, a CCO listener. We've interacted on Twitter before. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, but no, it's so six five one four six one nine two two six. Do you need an end time on a holiday party? Okay, so I'm thinking ahead now to my Christmas Eve party that I'll go to. Okay, and I think they've laid it out very well. It's a five o'clock start time, mm-hmm. a six o'clock dinner, um, and then it ends at nine. And we all, you know, our family, we're doing a gift exchange. The gift exchange will be after dinner at seven thirty or something. To me, that is so helpful to know when it starts and when it ends. And then me and my family that we've got kids, I'm bringing grandparents. Like mm-hmm. it's helpful to plan our day to know when things are coming. And now I can figure out when my kids need to be in bed and have a good approach to that evening. Whereas if it's open ended. I, you just kind of well. When should I actually it's the show same. up? Same. Well, no. If like if you know when the dinner's happening, then you know you want to be there ahead of the dinner. But like, let's say okay, let's say I put it in six uh, six to nine, and eight forty five rolls around, and we're having a hell of a time. We're yeah, having then a great you want to extend it, right? right? Yeah, Do I say up, up, yes. up, 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 and nine yes. o'clock out? Mm-hmm. Like, had more people been stayed later, right? David would have felt more comfortable staying later, and I would never. I wasn't going to kick Boot anybody out of my out. house. No. Oh, God, no. I wasn't going to say, like, you know, I'm really tired, even though I have every right to do that. Of course. You know, I, I mean, I'm, and that's also, if somebody doesn't. I've been in five years for a reason. And if somebody doesn't get the message, you, you have the right to do that. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, really man, tired. we've had a great time, but I'm mm-hmm. heading to bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you bet. Yeah, yeah. we're out of here. You know? Yeah. That's. And also, do you guys have a cue? Like, Mark will start cleaning. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> which he did. <laughs> which he did at about 840 at your house, by the way. <laughs> It was noted. He's got a cleaning <laughs> disease anyway. He cleans everything. Like I looked in the, I looked in the cutlery drawer, and and like each knife is in its. I mean, it's insane. He's oh, yeah. a crazy person. But did he? I didn't even notice that because I was chatting with some guests that were still there that I hadn't seen in a while. Did he start cleaning? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He was in the background cleaning, and we left yes. a few minutes after that. He's the best. Yeah. <laughs> I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily assume that cleaning though is a message to get out. Oh, just, you don't. No. Oh, so you see, maybe you're not reading the room. But I think cleaning, I mean, if somebody wants to keep keep up on clean. It's just, yeah, that's true. How is mm-hmm. the party going? Is it right. waning? Right. Is it, you know, right. is it, are you struggling mm-hmm. to come up with something to talk about? Mm-hmm. So did you and Jen, like, have that conversation? Like, okay, it looks like people are leaving. We want to go. Or were you just like, I've had enough latkes. You know, I've, so, I've seen everybody. We just, because it's, it's Sunday yeah. night. Yeah, and it's sure. like, okay, go we'll on. go yeah. here and we'll stay for an hour. Actually, we kind of, I said, you know, because we like, we like to go to bed very early. Yeah. We're very old. Amen. And when we were on our way there, said, okay, we'll be there. Like, we'll be out of there by 8 o'clock. We'll be home by now. But we stayed past that. It was Aww, like, because it was you. fun. Fun. Thank you. You know? And thank you. And that's what I'm saying is like, if you set, it, you, you read the room. 
and everybody's having fun. So I shouldn't give like a really y- a big yawn and be like, oh, I hope everybody's having a great time. <laughs> I shouldn't do that. That's to what make somebody sure. texted. I wait for the dramatic yawn from the host. <laughs> I've had friends just go up to bed. They'll just all of a sudden they disappear. They're like, oh, they went up to bed. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, but that's I like friends. But those you. are like, oh, that's okay, like yeah. good friends. So okay. Like, if you guys are still hanging right. out or just Yeah, if there was there, a bunch yeah. of people that yeah. I didn't know, I'm like, that'd yeah. be kind of rude to like, yeah, I'm going upstairs. So someone said this. This texter says, I think it's rude not to show up right at 6 p.m. What do you think about that? I think it's rude, think it rude to rude? show up right at 6 p.m. Yeah. I do, too. Uh, right. I think I need at least 20 minutes yeah. in. I don't want, like, my, God bless my father. Yeah. He, was, he would arrive early. Oh, that no, 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 no. Please uh-uh. don't do that. Uh-uh. The hostess is never, or the host, excuse me, they're never ready on time. Yeah. There's always last minute stuff. Yeah. That, oh, 10 it's, times worse if you're early or on, like, can you, yeah, being in the middle of pre- preparing and ding dong, like, you got to be kidding me. Somebody's here already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then they have to sit there like, I'm not ready yet, but go ahead and sit down and I know, enjoy right? stuff. You don't even, can't even make them a drink because yeah. you're, uh, you, you got something going on. Uh, Susan's in Minneapolis. Hey, Susan, happy party. Thank you. I uh, can you hear me? Yeah. I uh, <clears throat> had a cabin up in northern Wisconsin, and I had a New Year's Day brunch at ten. And throughout the day, people were like, "Oh, we should just keep going. We'll go home and get some more food, and we'll come back." Yeah. And finally, at eleven o'clock Ugh. that night, I said. I think you people need to get the bleep out of my house. <laughs> 13 hours later. Yes. And that was the only way they were going to leave. And then that just became the joke whenever there was some place, something at my house. They're like, oh, okay, here it comes. She's going to kick us out now. You must throw a good party, though, if people are there say. for 12 hours. Yeah. My goodness. It, it, we had a very good time. We had a little bit of poker going on and some other stuff. It was very fun. Nice. All right. Thanks, Susan. Susan sounds like she's a lot of fun. You know it's a good party, though. You know, I mean, if people are staying or they say, oh, we're going to come back. I mean, good for you, Susan. You're, you're killing it. 651 What do you think? Yeah, you need an end time on a holiday party? I say, no, no way. No way. Read the room. And it's the holidays. See, that's and, – and I'll just leave you with this and then you can call in. I would – I would not put an end time if it was my party. But if somebody else did it, I wouldn't think it was rude. I'll just I'll leave it there. Like I don't think it's rude. So if if you think you want to, fine. Um, but I wasn't comfortable with that. Jump in six five one four six one nine two two six. These are good. We're talking about um, do you put an end time if you're having a holiday party? You know, starts at six, ends at nine. Do you put that on the invitation? And we'll get to Bruce in just one minute. But this texter, uh, Mary, says my dad would say the party is over when my dad would flick the dining room lights when he wanted people to leave a gathering. Uh, That'll do it. It worked. He died young, but my mom lived uh, to laugh, to laugh. My mom lived to 95 years old at her wake at the funeral home. We threw the circuit breaker and the lights flashed when we were done and wanted people to leave. We all had a good laugh and it worked. And that's (laughs) one too. If I ever saw the lights flicker, I'd, I'd think it was my dad doing that. My dad used to do that when I'd like to wake me up in the morning and flicker my lights on and off. Well, that's a good way instead yeah. of yelling at him. Right. Yeah, yelling at you. Uh, Bruce is calling in. Bruce, do you put an end time on the party? Get out of my house. You're going to love this. You're <laughs> going to love this one. I just checked out uh, Reader's Digest, December, January issue, the latest. They still Dean, make those? Uh, sorry, Dean Martin and his wife threw a Christmas party. Okay. And you know, Dean, the way he liked the party, he retired early. So about an hour later, the cops came to the uh, room or the house 
complaining of noise from a neighbor. It was Dean upstairs trying to clear the house of the guests. <laughs> you have a great he was voice. Noise. Get Bruce. out of the house. Get them. Bruce. The noise is coming from upstairs. What a story. I know, right? Bruce, are you a radio guy? You have a great voice. Well, I thank you. I know. No. I did go to Brown Institute way, way okay. back in 76. Oh, Dean mm. Martin, man. Get out of my house. Yeah. Thanks for the story, Bruce. Yeah, Thanks, I work, Bruce. I work for the Postal Service, and I'm op- open for uh, voiceovers. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> we'll write down your Thank number. You, Bruce. Thanks, Bruce. <laughs> That's great. Some of your texts are really wonderful. Uh, no need to give an end time when your guests are in their 70s. They're gone by sunset. <laughs> I don't know. See, I like the. I think of the, my mom and the Midwest uh the Midwestern people who just they cannot cut the cord and say goodbye. Yeah. See, I'm like the one who's overly sensitive to whether if I'm at somebody's house, A, it's like, all right, we've done all we need to do. Uh, I, I'm ready to go. Yeah. You want to leave on a high. Leave on a high. And, you know, it's like the, the I hate the long goodbye where it's just like, well, I suppose, well, you know, uh, one more thing before yeah. you go. And then it's like, oh, let's have another cup of coffee. No. Go. When you say you're going to go, go. Mm-hmm. Enough. This texture says, my wife's grandfather, Lawrence, who was in his 90s, when he wanted to go home from a party, he would say to Hilma, I guess that Hilma. was his wife, uh, we need to go to bed. These people want to go home. Okay. Yeah, go. that's a good one. We need to go to bed. Uh, no problem. Oh, this is really funny. Uh, years ago when my sister and family uh, had family over, her husband would start the vacuum cleaner when he thought everybody should go <laughs> That will also do it. Yep. We got that borders on a brood, but, uh, you know, if you want to make your mark, you want to get the point across, that's a good way to do it. And that is classic. Yeah, someone else said start vacuuming. Wow. But that's like, that's pretty extreme. I would feel rude if, I, if Mark started vacuuming. How about asking your guests to, like, start cleaning up with you? Be like, oh, I'm going to start dishes. Do you want to, like, clear the table for me? Okay. You know, that's, that is actually a good question. <laughs> I'll like pour you another drink if you help clear the table. Here. Yeah, like when my kids' friends, I do that to the boys and the kids. Like, all right, boys, like for Shabbat, you know, like, all right, guys, grab your stuff. I mean, they're going to stay, but like dinner's over and I'm done serving and I want to go sit down. I'll do it to kids. I probably would do it to grown-ups, though. I probably would. That's a great idea, by the way. As a way to get them out? Because who's going to, like, who's really going to say, ah, I'm not, I got to go. I'm not going to help you. Like, yeah, no, so like what I'm they'll do is they'll help a couple in. of places. Oh, they'll yeah. be like, okay, we got to go. Uh, we got to go. Yeah. I yeah. just, you know, I like I've been at that spot in parties. Okay, it's 11 o'clock. We've had a long bonfire. I want to go. To, I want to be in bed in half an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start cleaning up. If anyone's here, I'm going to just, you know, let them pitch in or yeah. know, have them help out. And then if they want to stay for the half an hour and help me clean, great. Yeah. You know what? I don't think or that's a bad idea. Yeah. Actually, I think that's a pretty good idea. Hey, guys, help me clean up. Bring mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. some plates. and Yeah. Right. We're going to ask that Tori Van we'll You know what works me. for me, though? Here's, mm. here's a, 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 a never fails. I usually fall asleep on the couch sitting there talking <laughs> with people. When they realize I'm sleeping, then they know it's time to go. Hopefully I won't sl- fall asleep uh, in our next conversation. I, I hope so. Yeah. Well, Tori's going to be joining us. Uh, the flag. You're so excited about this, aren't you? The long, Our long sleep. national nightmare is over. We could have a flag by the end of the day. Could, are you just bristling with excitement? Can't wait. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 934, uh, Tori Van Oud from Axios joins us every Tuesday, Tuesdays with Tori. We'll start with the big question first. Tori, yes or no, do you put a end time on a holiday party invite? Do you have an end time or is it open-ended? I think it's a good idea to do an end time, not, not to actually like make sure a hard stop, turn off the lights, kick everyone out, but so that people don't arrive really late. Because you don't oh, want to say and somebody shows up at like 8.30 p.m. or 9 p.m. I mean, we kind of leave parties early these days often because toddler. But, uh, yeah, you don't want somebody like arriving as other people are leaving, which has happened to us before yeah. at a party, like as the night's winding down. And then it's kind somebody of awkward. shows up towards the end. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And then and then you're kind of alone with the hosts and they want to leave. Awkward. They want you to yeah. go home and, you know, here's some food. Yeah. Get out of my get house. Out. Yeah. And you also don't want to be the last. It depends on the party, I guess, the kind of party. But you often don't want to be the last person. Yeah, I would never party. want to be the last person there. Yeah, Especially unless they're, they're, unless they're very cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And that's who should yeah, be left. Yeah. You know, but, like good yeah. friends. Maybe they help really you clean up. Or, right. Yeah, that you can yeah. talk. Right. Okay. I probably that's, drank a little too much. Fell asleep on the couch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been been there, done that. <laughs> So, Tori, the the present to Minnesota today is that we might get a new flag. Is this true? Exciting. It is true. Not necessarily today, but for many of us, the anticipation, the wait to see the state flag is almost over. And, Jordana, for you, the national nightmare is over. It is a nightmare. I've been up at night thinking about about this. But uh, yes, after after months of work, uh, the you know state emblems commission, the new commission tasked with creating you know picking a state flag and a state seal redesign, they're meeting again today. Um, their deadline is the end of the year, so the clock is ticking here. They do have a tentative backup meeting scheduled for Friday. Uh, we'll see if it leads into the holiday, but they're down to six finalists, as we've talked about, and so we will see if. They can, you know, in hours of debate and discussion this afternoon, narrow it down to one or even narrow it down to a top two or three that they could alter a little bit. But it's um, the end is near. <laughs> whether you're whether you're so excited to see what the new state flag will look like or whether you're so tired of hearing about it, I have good news for you. The end is near. Well, even if they pick one, right, they're still going to tweak it, right? They can, okay. yeah. So they don't just have to pick one of the – these. Remember, these were designs that were submitted by the public. There were over 2,000 designs submitted and thousands of public comments. Um, you know, I'm still rooting for that photo of the dog that somebody either intentionally or unintentionally submitted. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they can tweak it. They may, like, and they talked about that when they picked the really loon-centric seal at their last meeting. They may change the wording a little bit. They could change the coloring. They could change the loon's eyes for the seal. So, they can do the same thing with the flag. They, the, the commission can do what they want, right? They could combine elements. They could add. They could delete things. They could change colors. And so, um, you know, they've, they've got a lot to, to decide. And, of course, as we've talked about, you know, this the way the law was written, 
these flags, this, this flag and this state seal make their official debut, you know, we'll start heading up the state building mass in May on Statehood Day unless the legislature overrides it. So I got to uh, be honest, Tori, I, I thought there was no way that they were going to do it in time. Because remember when this mm. happened a few months ago, like in the summer, yeah, they said, the we're going to. We're going to have a new flag by December 31st or January 1st. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, have you met government? You know, especially in Minnesota, a lot of things don't get done and nationally things don't get done. You have special sessions and whatnot. I thought there was no way that we're going to decide. And here we are. You know, we might be picking one. So I was wrong. I'm very happy to say that. And that's an interesting point, Jordana, because a lot of some of even some of the commission members, I recall, and other people involved, expressed skepticism earlier in the process, saying, hey, other states spent a lot more time, a lot more money on this process. How are we going to get it done? But they've had these marathon meetings. They've winnowed down. You know, they had the process in person a couple of weeks ago with it, the finalists, and they they actually walked around putting stickers on the different designs mm-hmm. right, the members. Mm. And so they created a system. And so we'll see. It, it's possible. They won't get anything possible. They could be totally split and unable to decide on something. But um, you know, they've got a, a finalist here that they've Good. been working through. So so we will see. And, of course, unless the legislature really hates it, and a majority of the legislature, I should say, there are legislators who already do not like any of these flags, who have oh, questioned gosh. why we're redesigning the flag to begin with. There's one legislator who's floated the idea of saying, actually, we should have the public vote on this. So uh, the debate may not be over, unfortunately, for you, Jordana, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, the flag may be chosen. The finalist flag may be chosen. Tori, I wanted to ask you about this because there's uh, the news uh, yesterday and today about this woman in Texas who tried to get this emergency abortion, and Mm -hmm. the Supreme Court in Texas rejected that effort. Mm -hmm. She has since gone to a different state Mm -hmm. to get that procedure done, and you did a piece just last week about how Minnesota is a haven for uh, women seeking abortions in states that have restricted it. What did you find out about that, and has has the state really seen a big increase in people coming from out of state to get abortions. Yes, we have seen an increase. And then the latest data just confirmed that, yes, yet again, they have seen um, both an increase in uh, abortions overall since the DOPS was, uh, was over, since the DOPS decision overturning Roe versus Wade, and they've seen an increase in out-of-state patients traveling to Minnesota. And of course, as we know, we've talked about that's because Minnesota is a state where abortion remains legal, both in the state Supreme Court ruling, now in state law. Lawmakers added that right to state law and passed some other legislation trying to make Minnesota kind of a shield law state to prevent people, doctors or patients from being prosecuted back home for seeking abortions here. Um, And we're surrounded by states that have uh, either sought to or actually banned or restricted abortions. And so, um, you know, we're seeing a real patchwork across the country of states where folks are not able to get an abortion and states where folks are and the states where folks are, including Minnesota, are seeing an increase in people traveling. From Tori, do we have numbers on that? Is it like a 10 percent increase, a 50 percent increase? And, and <clears throat> do we have yeah. numbers on how many abortions get done a year? I don't know if that's something that everybody tracks through HIPAA laws. No, we do actually. Minnesota has a really comprehensive annual state report on abortion that's required by law that does everything from time in pregnancy that abortions were happened to which facilities did them the most to age to 
state of res- you know, residency of the patients. So what we know about the first thing I mentioned, the out-of-state abortions, is that according to this new analysis, in the first half of 2023 of this year, um, 30% of patients seeking abortion in Minnesota were from outside of Minnesota. And that's, oh, wow. triple, that's triple the 9% we saw in 2020. So, uh, you know, kind of a similar yeah. time frame in 2020. And that is the 30% does um, that aligns with what we've seen in the state report from 2022 and, and what we've seen um, in some other kind of more anecdotal reports. Um, the number of abortions in Minnesota, I don't want to misstate it. It's usually around, I can pull it up right here, but I think it's around 10,000 or so. A, a year? Uh, 10,000 abortions a year? I believe okay. that that's, if, if I'm, if I'm recalling, oh, sorry, it was 12,000. So it's up, it's in 2022, it was uh, 12,175 abortions. And uh, I believe that was an increase. So, um, and yeah, that is in, it looks like I said in 2022, I'm just getting the exact numbers here, uh, 27% of the 12,000 abortions in Minnesota and all of 2022, of course, the Dobbs decision happened in the first half, half of, of 2022 were from out of state. Um, and we've heard this anecdotally as well, you know, Planned Parenthood, which is the largest abortion provider in Minnesota, uh, talked about this earlier this year. They're actually increasing capacity. They moved in one place to a bigger facility. They're trying to add more appointments, more telehealth, more types of appointments that don't require a doctor in order to accommodate what they're seeing is the increased demand. When are we going to have a pot director, cannabis director? That's a good question. And now we lo- uh, and we lost to now, now the uh, medical cannabis director yeah. is leaving too, right? Will, the, will those yeah. will that position be merged or is that still going to be separate? We how do I apply? The walls about this yesterday. How do you, well you can apply? <laughs> on, uh, reach out to Governor Walz's office. I don't know if the job has been posted yet, but of course you know Minnesota needs a director of recreational cannabis to lead this new rollout of legal marijuana sales in Minnesota. Uh, the person, as we recall, who was selected for the job this fall uh, withdrew after a day. Uh, so that didn't work out. And they've been on the search since then. Uh, Governor Walls had no update for us yesterday on that search. He's kind of said staff at the makeshift agency here starting to get regulations up and running are continuing to do their work while they're looking and searching for somebody with more of a regulation background. The first candidate who didn't work out had more of a business industry background and marijuana industry. But, of course, yeah, now the medical department, uh, the medical marijuana director for the state, who's one of the top, seen as one of the top regulatory experts in the state and in the country, frankly, has left the job for a different role with the city of Minneapolis uh, health, health department. And so now we need both. Right. And this is kind of a complicated thing, figuring out how the medical marijuana, the recreational marijuana kind of work in sync and um, moving forward. And the governor said, you know, he wasn't concerned about having to fill both roles, but he says that it might be an opportunity to kind of rethink the flow and the relationship between those roles and and how they may work together. So, yeah, Minnesota now needs two uh, cannabis experts in these like really crucial state roles yeah. heading into a big year, because you got to get it right, right? Like we've seen other states 
we're not, we're by far not the first state to legalize marijuana. There's like two, you know, almost two dozen states in front of us, but there've been a lot of potholes <laughs> that, that have nice. been hit uh, in some of these other states. And so uh, it's not going to be easy to get this up and running and they want to have uh, commercial licenses, doors open, not this, not next year, but the year after. And all that's going to take a lot of work, uh, you know, regulating the marijuana industry. So these are really crucial jobs. We haven't heard a lot from the governor's office about details about the hiring process round two, except for that he's come to believe that someone with a regulatory background is better. So that's what we know as of today, but we do ask him about it (laughs) regularly. Uh, So we heard you have a big interview coming up. You have the Golden Bachelorette coming up. Tell us about your Leslie FEMA interview. We do have a Leslie Fama interview. Sneak peek, my colleague Audrey Kennedy is going to be talking about our local contestant on this really hot show. Uh, she did not win love no. or an, a proposal from. But she did win publicity. Uh, she got a lot so of publicity. She did win publicity, yes. and it was an experience. And so we'll see what she has to say. But that, you know, we cover everything here at Axios Twin Cities, cannabis reality TV, abortion, right? Like, you get full, full mixed bag here we've got for you. But if, you know, tweet at us if you have a tweet at me or Audrey, if you have question ideas for, I don't know if you two are watching the show, um, but it was incredibly popular. And a lot of people thought that he was going to pick her based on their, you know, relationship on the show. So uh, a little bit of a heartbreaker then, but who knows, maybe will, will Leslie Fema, will we have another Minnesotan be a bachelorette? Could she be a golden bachelorette? I don't know. We'll have to we'll ask and find out. feel like she that's could. the road we're headed down. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, Minnesotans have not really been lucky in love in this show. We've had a number of Minnesotans who have been dumped or it hasn't worked out, mm-hmm. um, either dumped by the bachelor or another woman who was the bachelorette. We had a bachelorette from Minnesota and her relationship didn't work out from the show. So, Well, Leslie's pretty fabulous, and this is, you know, the Golden Bachelorette. I will say, good get, because I texted Leslie, and I said, can you come on the show with us? Yeah, and you know her. And she said, all the inquiries have to go through, what what, what is it on CBS, ABC? ABC. It's on ABC. And... Quite frankly, we were just too lazy to reach out to the PR <laughs> uh, well, people. I'm up, sorry. Maybe yeah. they'll join you too. It is heartwarming. I mean, it was really interesting to see the show um, be so popular that people like, you know, the search for love in the later years, you know, search for new love. After I mean, did you believe any of it? Or is it, or, I mean, but, Tori, what was yeah. it? I mean, come on. It's, it's all for real. Sure. Well, we'll ask Leslie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't wait to see your interview. I'm glad no, you're not. You're not going to get the interview now, Jordana. Yeah, right. I know. I'm definitely not going to get it now. I know. I'll have to read yours in Axios. I'm cool with that. Okay. All right. All right, Tori. This party is scheduled to end at 9:48, yeah. so we need to move on. All so right, thank I'm you very much. Yes. Here. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Tori Van Oot, read her her work and everybody else in uh, Axios. Uh, it is uh, 9:49. What are we doing now? Are we what, uh, this is a good question eating? because I'm going to oh. throw something at you. Oh. Somebody, like literally, you're going to throw Literally. Oh. Okay, we do have um, tickets to give away. Yep. That could be coming up next. Right. But somebody texted me and said, Jordana, did people leave shoes on at your party? I will answer that question next. 9.53, that is uh, your Linda's construction time check. Time to receive 75% off installation labor. Infinity for Marvin Windows. Mm-hmm.
So I'm dancing to this. Yeah, this is Lainey Wilson. She's coming to town with Chris Stapleton. I like it. And Marcus King. It's the uh, All-American Road Show. And we're giving away tickets all week. So when we make the call for contestants, not now. Not now. But at some point during the show, we're going to make a call for contestants. We'll fill up the phone lines. And we'll read some lyrics. And you all you have to do is say which lyrics... Whose lyrics are those? Are those Chris Stapleton lyrics? Are those Lainey Wilson lyrics? Or are they Marcus King lyrics? And if you get it right, like, uh, was it Pete yesterday? Um, Paul, maybe? Paul. I don't know. Uh, he guessed it right. And uh, you're going to get those tickets next April at U.S. Bank Stadium. So these are all country artists, right? Uh, Marcus King is mm, kind of country rock, a little more okay. like bluesy rock. So all of the lyrics are going to be about someone's no, pickup. No, stop it. No. Or their their baby mama that well, left them. The one no. yesterday was about drinking. About drinking. About drinking. Yeah. yeah. That's different, right? It's a key ingredient in a country <laughs> song. About their daddy. Okay. I got you. All right. Well, I guess if they're singing about a man, then maybe it's a woman. Or if they're singing about a woman, then maybe that'll tip me off. I, everybody drives pickups, so uh, that'll be very nebulous. Um, the question somebody asked me was, did people take off your shoes, their shoes, excuse me, when they come to the house? Now, normally they do. And, of course, like my kids' friends take off their shoes. I take off my shoes. We have a mudroom. That's one of the things I right. <clears throat> we put when we were building the house. I, I have three children, so they're a disaster. So I, I needed a space for all their crap. So normally we take off our shoes when we go into the house. But when you have a party, especially if people are dressing up, if it's a holiday party, I, I put um, – Big uh, signs. I had Mark print them out. Please do not take off your shoes. I love that, by the way. Please do not take off your shoes. And we had people come in through the mudroom so they could hang up their coats in the mudroom. We had a little rock out and then they would proceed. It's not a big house. You just walk into one big room. That's it. We were all there. And and I said, don't take off your shoes. Your shoes don't scare me. I have three children. I know how to wash the floor or vacuum. Like we're going to be okay if there's a little bit of wet on the floor. But – you know, sometimes people get dressed up. They have an outfit. The women are matching their shoes to their outfit or they got great boots. Or so. But yet, Adam, people had such a hard time with this. My friend Colette, when she came in, she was like, Jordana, I can't wear shoes in the house. I just can't do it. She had brought her own slippers. She goes, I know how to go to a party. She brought her slippers. I said, Colette, absolutely not. And she wore her shoes for the first half of the party. And then I noticed she switched into the slippers because she just couldn't – she couldn't bear it. But I don't. I have... love that, by the way, because I wore like the big lace-up boots oh, to your. Yeah. That's a lot and I'm of like, work. God, I hope I don't have to take these no. off. So I was very relieved to see the sign. But at the same time, because yeah. there's a lot of people there, and I'm looking on the floor, and there's big wet okay. spots on it's the okay. floor. That's okay. Uh, again, you, it doesn't scare me. But if everybody has their shoes on, I actually wore my socks just because I was lazy. I didn't need to wear shoes. But um, I, I, like, I didn't have a problem with that. Nobody's getting wet. Right. Everybody has their shoes on. So you wash the Plus, floor. Like, you have a party. You clean yeah, up. That would have been a lot of shoes in that room. Right. And that would have been like hunting, hunting and pecking for, for to find your shoes. I was fine with it. I just think good for you for just saying what you want. I want people to keep Where their shoes. shoes. You also want them to go in the garage door instead yes, of the front door. That, and you yes. just made that clear so that no yes. one's like guessing, who, what should I do? Like, no, we're all adults. Like, please come in this door and take your yeah. shoes off. Great. Signs are key. Party. Let's go. We got yes. signs. Well, that's Mark. He's a crazy when lunatic I wa- person. Because yeah, we walked up yeah. to the front door. I'm like, oh, boy. And I saw there's a bunch of people inside the front right. door. I'm like, this is going to be really awkward for That's me. it. It's not a big house. Like, hey, so when you walk in the front door, you're like in the middle of the party. So we just said, come in through the garage. Uh, come in and, and keep your shoes on. So yes, I know maybe people think I'm crazy. Shoes in the house, but you know what? Wash the, we'll wash the floor. Yeah. It's not a big deal. It happens. 
Uh, so someone someone texted in here. When I go to someone's party, I usually take off my underwear at the door. Very, very nice. <laughs> I love it. It's the kind of party very I want to go to. Uh, what do we got coming up here? Uh, uh, quick how text. much would you sell your dog for? Also, a former Fox oh host dog. is launching a new network. Hmm. Who could it be? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 